0: everybody we are live good morning this morning (laughs) david heavener here with you thank you for being here this morning uh love you guys appreciate you we had a a little bit of a technical issue um uh this morning just checking to make sure that we are on that everything's good and uh we've got we're on youtube we're on Facebook, uh, David Heavener Live, and as soon as I hear from my tech this morning, uh, Abraham on YouTube, you are on. we are on, we are live, and on David Heavener, uh, David Heavener uh, dot TV. Hey, thank you for all for being here, and um, I'm going to bring in uh, uh, Helva a little bit later. We're going to have prayer requests, and um, uh, so I want you, to, if you do have prayer requests, I want you to go ahead and uh, you can... Uh, <clears throat> you can uh, email them to David at david heavener or admin at davidheer. or you can uh, just put it in chat and uh, we've got people monitoring chat this is a ministry we come to you guys every Sunday and every Monday night and now on Friday nights especially on david Heavener.TV, because we want to Tell the truth in these last days. Folks, you look around and you see either lies. I'm just going to, I have to say it. You see lies. And I'm not talking about a politician getting on television though that happens. I'm talking about in the churches today, the preachers, lies, lies. Or they manipulate the gospel or they're watered down to the point it is no gospel. They've created their own God. You say, David, why do you keep harping on this? Can't you leave well enough alone? First of all, that well enough is not well. It will never be well. It is sick and, and disease. Well, I leave it alone. No, because that's my mission. That is my calling. I'm called to call out. I'm called to call out. If someone stands in the in the pulpit in the mornings, in the afternoons, in the evenings, and they claim to be a child of God or a pastor, God forbid, and they're misrepresenting God, and they're not showing God's character, I must say something. Now, folks, I'm not always right. I'm not right many times, but I'm willing to get up and make mistakes. And that's why you and I are together. We can support each other. We we can love each other. Look, we just want the truth. If you're where I am and you are to the place where you um, have had a lot of things, you know, you, you've had the, the worldly things and you realize, you know what, uh, this shell that we live in, this tent that we're in, this is temporary, but my, my spirit belongs to God. I will live with God for eternity. If you start being heaven minded for real, then you'll see things in a different light. We see things spiritually, right? So anyway, glad to have you here. And I got to get my coffee Uh, one second. They moved my coffee. This is a a terrible thing to do, to move your coffee here. Um, And I do, uh, I have resolved uh, the issue of, is God okay with coffee? And I think he is. We talked about this. God created coffee beans and... We just take those means and we make coffee out of them. All right. So now I know God also created marijuana or at least it grows. Are we supposed to smoke it? No, because you do not have anything that is mind altering that opens up your mind. So a demon can come into it. Now, can a demon come into your mind drinking a cup of coffee? Mm, I don't think so, but uh, it can sure raise your heart rate, okay. As a matter of fact, a lot of Christians need their heart rate uh, raised because they got such a low pulse for Jesus that you can't even, they have no blood pressure when it comes to their faith. Anyway, this morning, um, we want to take your prayer requests. We want to uh, uh, pray for you. We're, we're going to laugh. We're going to cry. We're going to spend time together, time with God, asking God to lead us guide us and direct us let's go to the lord thank you lord for each and every person here coming into the room right now and god you know our needs you know our hurts you know our desires you know our lacks and we're praying lord that that they are met we're hungry we want to leave on a different level in which we came in we're believing that uh that you are going to do you're always faithful and you will do what you say you will feed your people in jesus name we pray amen all right. Abe, how are we doing in there, buddy? Good. Good. All right. I, okay. i got Abraham with me in the room. Shanita's gone for the uh, weekend, and uh, uh, we sure do miss her. Uh, we're going to bring Helva on in just a little bit, and, um, and uh, we're going to take some prayer requests requ- and some uh, praise reports. Okay. Um, so here's what we're talking about this morning. We're talking about, and we've done talked about this before, but I need to keep on. Folks, listen, you were created for a purpose. When you were created, God gave you an assignment. Each and every one of us has an assignment. You know, if you go to school and your teacher gives you an assignment and you come back to school the next day without that assignment done, what happens? Abraham, what happens if you go to school and you don't have your assignment the teacher has given you? What what does the teacher say? Yeah, he says you're called up. You're called out on it. Probably called up in front of the room to stand there and give an excuse as to why you didn't do your assignment. And also, Abraham, will you get an A or an F for not turning in your assignment? You're going to fail. And here's Abraham. He's in uh, the 10th grade. Folks, you will fail if you do not do your assignment. But what about our assignment from God? How much more important is God's assignment in your life and in my life? We're talking eternal issues. We're not talking some, some school that's going to blow up and go to hell. Some schools are already in hell. They just haven't blown up yet. But we're not talking about, you know, you going to work and your boss is mad at you, docks you for pay, fires you. We're not talking about that. You can always go get another job. But you're never going to go get another God unless you choose the God of hell. We must honor God with our assignment. Say, David, I don't know my assignment. Good, you're in the right place. Because we're going to talk to each other, we're going to love each other, and we're going to find out what our assignments are. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit right now to guide me and guide you and direct you. Hey, we have uh, Lynn is here, Lynette's here. So good to have you. Um, Jeremy's here. Folks, this is serious business. I, I, I know my assignment, but I have a hard time. Mapping it out. Okay. Do you guys have a hard time with your assignment mapping it out? Do you know your assignment? Do you feel like you're broken down sometime? And I and I preached this yesterday to, to my actors. Do you feel like you're broken down? Do you feel like, David, I, I keep going in circles. I I pray to God, I, I but I do the same thing over and over again. I just don't feel like I'm living to the point where God is using me. I I don't feel like I'm living 100% for God. I, I don't feel connected. I got these issues that keep popping up. Somebody says faith. Faith is the issue, but the issue is not that you don't have faith. You have faith. When you accepted Christ and became a child of God, you have all the faith you need. But the problem is, we're not tapping into our faith. I was broken down on the side of the road, my car. Couldn't get it started. Tried everything. Putting gas in it. Thought I was out of gas. I wasn't getting gas. Carburetor. Tried everything. Then finally, we found out it was the fuel pump. Folks, this is the problem with our spiritual lives. Our spiritual fuel pump is busted. It's what carries the faith to all aspects of our life, especially our mind of Christ. We're going to not today fix that fuel pump. God is going to repair it. It's going to get going. Man, you're you're going to leave this, this gathering, and you're going to be so on fire for God that when you wake up tomorrow, well, when you go to bed tonight, if you can even sleep, you're going to be so excited of the things God has for you. And that's what I'm believing. Because let me tell you something. If God's people don't start understanding what they're supposed to do in life. Well, let me say this. The devil's minions know what they're supposed to do. They have an assignment. Their assignment is to take you out and take me out. And buddy, they're getting up every day and they're doing it and they're working on it. And they're actually taking Christians out. But you, with your assignment, you're going to counter that. I'm going to counter that devil doesn't want you to know you have an assignment. But there's three things in, in your assignment that you need to know in activating your faith. Getting that fuel pump repaired. Number one, you got to know that there is a God. You have to know there is a God and that God ain't you. We have to know that God is God and we are not God. I said, David, that's simple. I don't think I'm God. Well, let me ask you a question. Or me a question or anyone a question. When I put myself before God, the things that I need before uh, worshiping and honoring God, who becomes God at that point? this is the problem with anxiety. You know, I've had to deal with anxiety. And the reason I deal with anxiety is because I focus on myself. But when I start focusing on God and I start worshiping the almighty God, all that stuff is gone. Until I come back to myself again. Know that there is a God. But that's not enough demons know there's a god know there's a god but know that god is not you churches many of them apostate churches they are their own god or they idolize a, they've created a new god you have to in order to, to have a false message an apostate church an apostate message lies you've got to create an apostate God. You can't You can't worship the real God and stand there and continue lying. Continue not telling the truth. And by the way, let me tell you something, Pastor. When you don't call something out, when you don't bring something up, when you don't talk about uh, the slaughter of children, when you don't talk about sexual perversion, you are lying. You're lying. You're not withholding. You are lying. Because you either have truth or you have lies. And if you don't tell the truth, you're lying. Sorry. Put on notice. There's things that I don't want to say. You know, I know it'll get me in trouble. Difference. There's difference. If you know something's going to get you in trouble, and I don't mean by man as far as, you know, people not loving you, Pastor. Because if you're a good pastor, I tell preachers, I said, how many people love you? And they go, well, everybody loves me. I said, then you are not preaching the gospel. Jesus said, they hated me, they will hate you. Not everybody. But some, many. Let's talk about faith. Go to Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11, 1 um, and uh, 1 through 3, Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. Abraham, we got anything going there? Anything good on chat this morning? Yeah. Welcome, Angel. Welcome, Peter. Uh, welcome, his lamb. Uh, you guys, um, people perish for lack of knowledge. They sure do. And that's why we ask God to give us knowledge, huh? I know, folks, listen, I'm a little outspoken, but somebody said, David, are you a preacher? And I said, well, I don't know. I said, if I am, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a back alley preacher. And what does that mean? You, ever, you know, back in the days of being in the bar room, somebody calls you out. You know, you want to pick a fight. You don't fight right there in the bar room. You go in the back alley. You take it in the back alley. Why? Because in the back alley, no holes barred, baby. You go all the way. Somebody goes down one way or the other, whereas in the bar room, you got to watch. You don't want to break glass. You don't want to you know, mess up the place, whatever. So I'm ready to go all the way with the devil. Somebody goes down, and it ain't going to be a child of God. It's going to be Satan. Satan goes down. I'm tired of him, the evil one, destroying our children. I'm done. There will not be a day go by, I hope, I pray, that I will not pray for the unborn. Let me say for the born. They're born in the womb. Just because they take a breath doesn't mean they're not a child. I will come against it, I will continue. I will try to speak the truth, the the morsels that God gives me. I'm a back alley preacher, folks. All right. Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. Now, faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. What is it we hope for? We hope there is a God. We hope to please God, to serve God. We hope to be in heaven for eternity with God. That is our confidence. But it doesn't stop there. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Now, folks, this is important. I want to back up to two. Two says this is what the ancients were commended for. Who are the ancients? Let's look at Abraham. He was told to go somewhere. He wasn't told exactly how to get there. Look at Moses, how he led the people out of Egypt. He was just told to go one day at a time. God fed them manna, provision for each day. The promised land. Look at Noah. He was told to build an ark, that it was going to flood. Everyone was going to get wiped out. He was laughed at. God gave him plans and told him how to do it. Yes, but can you imagine the faith these people had to have? Folks, I don't want to hear about our forefathers building this country, the United States. I don't want to hear about it. I do not want to hear about that until I hear about... The forefathers of the gospel, Noah, Moses, Abraham, on and on and on, the prophets who gave the, the the apostles, the disciples who gave their life so that you and I could be here together this morning and love each other and hear the truth. I don't want to hear about the forefathers of this country. Most of them were Masons anyway. Oh, David, why do you hug your your would you stop? Would you stop and do some research? Well, this is a Christian country. Uh, Really? It's a Christian country. Ah. Well, if a representative of a Christian country is like it's going to be in heaven, I'm not sure I want to go to that heaven. Folks, this is not a Christian country. This is a country with God's chosen people in it. There's a big difference. You start preaching and teaching and walking, walking, doing what Jesus did, and you'll see how much of a Christian country this is. Your little Christian Fanny will be looking, peering through some bars, waiting to be fed every day. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's true. That's why we have legalized Jesus. T shirts. Hey, by the way, if you guys would pray for us, we're making episode two. Pray for us, please. We need your prayers. Devil does not want episode two to come out. We've been attacked, but we need your help. We need your prayers, okay? Episode one is out. It's on davidhebner.tv if you want to go see it. Go sign up. Uh, It shows about shutting down churches. Uh, talks about uh, the the new government Bible. They've taken scriptures out of it. Episode two talks about the vaccine. What's that going to look like? What's really going? What's going on? Talks about the insertion, something they put in your body. Go to lastevangelist.com. Please, if, if we need people to donate a dollar, if I had twenty thousand people donating one dollar, we could fund this thing. It's not much. Please, please, at least pray for us, would you? And let me know you're praying for us because we need your help. And if you'd like to support the ministry, uh, you can go to davidhevner.tv forward slash give. Okay, uh, please, davidhevner.tv. Go sign up. Just support the ministry. Sign up for a year. It's 30 days free, but sign up for the year. Okay, you get two months free. All right. Okay, so let's go to verse three. By faith, we understand. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. Do you know, folks, God was the first low-budget producer he, he took, in six days, he made a movie. It's a story of your life and my life. It's this movie. The script is the Bible. I talk about that. God took something or nothing and made something. Unlike Hollywood takes something and makes nothing. So that what was seen, what is seen was not made out of what is visible. Folks, God's given you an assignment. And he's telling you to do something that doesn't exist. See, too many, pro- here. here's the problem, too many Christians. We want to quit a job and work for God. Well, God, give me another job first. I'm going to negotiate with you, God. Here's a contract right here. This contract, I drew it up, God. Now, would you sign it? Because I need security. Security. I need to know before I jump off that cliff. And you're going to save me. I need to know you're going to save me. Matter of fact, I need to see you saving me before I even jump off the cliff. How insane is that, folks? I got this problem. I'm not preaching at you. I'm preaching at me. I'm listening to every word I'm saying. Must they say jump off a cliff? I'm, 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 talk, I'm talking about taking risk. The devil takes risk all the time. But they're willing to, it's like a kamikaze back in the in, in the World War, you know, Japanese. They had these fighter planes that would, that would uh, after they ran out of bullets, the Japanese would just crash their plane into whatever target uh, they're trying to take out. The kamikaze, they don't care. They'll give their life. And that's the problem The Christians. They're not willing to give their life. They want to negotiate something with God. God is calling you, he's calling out your assignment this morning. And it's something you don't see, but it's something that's there and you call it out and it will come into existence just like God created the world, just like he created you and I, all right? Cap is here, Lynn's here, Pam is here. Pam, good to have you security in Jesus. Amen. I love that. You guys send in your prayer requests. I'm going to bring help in just a little bit. And we're going to get prayer requests here. Okay. So number two, be open to your assignment. Get the vision. Get the vision. You have an assignment. You were born with the assignment. But let me tell you something. Your assignment is usually backed by your talent and by your passion. You see, there's too many, like I said, there's too many preachers in the pulpit. They should be janitors and too many janitors uh, pushing a broom that should be up in the pulpit because of fear. Well, the pastor's in the pulpit because of his ego. He wanted to be a Hollywood star, couldn't make it in Hollywood, so he decided to be a preacher because he likes to talk. Fine, preacher, you want to talk? Go get a job as a vacuum salesman during the week. And then push a broom on Sunday. But get out of the pulpit if if you're not supposed to be there. Janitor, listen to me, janitor. Take that broom, hand it to the preacher, and get up on that pulpit. They won't let me on the pulpit. Yes, they will let you on the pulpit. May not be that pulpit, but there's a pulpit somewhere meant for you because when God gives you an assignment, when He gives you a vision, he will always give you provision. God will never give you something and allow circumstances to stand in the way. That is not God. So what's your assignment? I want to know. You guys put it in chat. I want to know what your assignment is. All right, let me tell you something about your assignment, your gift. Your gift is so precious to God David, I I don't act, I don't sing, I don't dance. Well, good, I'm glad you don't because there's too many of us that are doing that. But what you are doing, which I'm so grateful to God, is you're encouraging, you're praying, you're helping, you're standing with the broken. My heart's out to you because you're the wind beneath my wings. You ever heard that song? I can fly higher than an eagle. The only reason is because you're the wind beneath my wings. It's it's brothers and sisters like you that are in the shadows that may never be acknowledged. But you pray day after day for those that carry the gospel. And you encourage, there's so many of you all that have encouraged me, I can't tell you. Without your encouragement, I would not have made it. I wouldn't be here now. Without your prayers, I wouldn't be here now. And I love you all and I appreciate you all. God's called you all to prophesy, to heal, to cast out demons. We all do that, these things shall follow. He's called you to give financially. There's those of you that have been financial partners with this ministry for years. And some of you have just become. And some of you donate when you can. And I'm telling you, without those financial provision, without the donation, and God knows. He knows his people. He knows who's going to do what. But without that, I wouldn't be here. I can honestly tell you I wouldn't be here. Because every time someone donates a dollar or whatever, it tells me. That God is with us. He wants this to continue. Because you don't do this just on favors, folks. This isn't about standing behind a camera on YouTube. No. We're on many platforms. Just to keep David Heavener TV going, that is my assignment. It's one of my assignments. That's a very, very expensive thing to do. It's very difficult. We don't even have enough manpower to do it way we need to but we're praying and the only reason we can do it is your prayers your encouragement and your financial gifts so if god lays it on your heart uh and i guess to donate you can do that at davidhebner.tv forward slash give or go to lastevangelist.com. okay your gift so precious so i want to know what your gift is But the problem is, will you, will I, will we die without using our gift? I do not want to stand in front of God at the end of this life as a human being. And God says anything. I only want to hear the words from God. Well done, good and faithful servant, David. You went all the way. Oh, I know you failed miserably. I know there was times you were so scared. I know there's times you ran away, but you never gave up. Have you been there? Have you failed miserably, like I have? And you come back to God on your knees and you say, God, I'm so sorry. And I've said this over and over again, I'm sorry, but I don't know what to say. I'm sorry that I'm saying I'm sorry. But God forgives over and over again. If He know if, if your heart is right with God, right meaning you yearn righteousness, you yearn to be to be with a holy God, don't you fail? So I don't want you to think because you're struggling with addiction this morning that you're less than. I don't want you to feel like you can't talk about it because you can. Listen to me, brother, sister out there. Your addiction is no more than someone's arthritis in their knee. Your addiction to alcohol, to drugs, or whatever your addiction is, is no more, no less than someone having arthritis in their knee. You said that what are you talking about? That that drunk over there, he 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 could have chosen not to uh not, not to not to drink, but he continued on until he was addicted. Really? That arthritis in your knee? You're gonna tell me it's not because of what you ate? You're not gonna tell me it's because of your lifestyle. Come on, let's get real. There's people pumping so much. Uh, antibiotics and so much uh, pharmaceuticals into their body and yet they want to look at other people that are struggling with 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 uh, you know uh, marijuana and cocaine and they're, they' they want to point their finger and go how dare you while well, they're pumping all these pharmaceuticals into like, where's my pills I'm not going to tell you to stop your medication I'm going to tell you to stop your judgment. That's what I'll tell you. Now, there's people that have to take it. I understand that. There's times, listen, I took antibiotics. There's times you take it to get over a situation for a period of time, but not depend on it. Not make pharmaceuticals our God. So we're all coming clean this morning. Maybe you're going to come clean and you've been taking too many pharmaceuticals. And God's uh, dealing with you on that. We're going to lay that on the table. All right? I uh, maybe God's telling you, David, I, uh, you know, I, I've got it. I'm, I'm a sex addict. I got to lay that on the table. And what is an addict? An addict is something, uh, a person that's controlled by something bigger than God. Meaning if you know that you need to do the right thing, but you can't and you're controlled by it, that's an addiction. And there's many people addicted to food. We're going to lay that on the table. Some people are addicted to exercise. Lay that on the table. Some people are addicted to lying. Lay that on the table. Jealousy, lay it on the table. Bitterness, lay it on the table. Unforgiveness, lay it on the table. Now we're, this table is the table of God. This table sits before the feet of God, the throne. We're going to lay it out before God this morning. Let's go to 2 Peter 1, 3, and 4. 2 Peter 1, 3 and 4. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Talking about Jesus. Through these, he has given us his very uh great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Folks, This is talking about breaking addiction. You have the design, the the, the divine power in you that busts that addiction wide open. That divine power is enough for you to live a godly life. And I'm not talking about walking on water. I'm not talking about putting on a suit and tie and marching off to You know, your favorite Six Flags Over Jesus church. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about a righteous life. Righteous? I need to go take a shower. No, you don't. If you're right with God, you are righteous. You are living a godly life. It doesn't mean you don't sin. It doesn't mean you haven't even broken that addiction. But you are constantly getting up, brushing off your knees, saying, God, I'm here for you. Help me. That's who Jesus came for. He said, I came so that those who think they can see are made blind, and those who are blind can see. Don't you see? I came for those who need me, those who are hungry, those who cry out, those who are injured, those who are misfits, those that no one wants to love. I came for those. Jesus said, I came for you. I know you're hurt. I know your thoughts. I know your fears. I know your shortcomings. But my grace is for you. The power that you've been giving is enough. Know that your knowledge of me, talking about Jesus, is enough. You will be godly. You are godly. You are righteous. Just don't give up. It's when we give up, devil wants to take us out. See, religion doesn't want you to use your gift. I'm talking about the church. They don't want you to come in there and use your gift. Well, because they have their own god, and you don't fit into their sermon, their program. And if you use your own gift. Gonna do what God tells you to do, and if you're doing what God tells you to do, it endangers their program because their program was to control the congregation. Folks, we got to get real with this. We got to get real. Look, walk into most churches, they'll hand you a bulletin. Oh, yeah, the cool new churches, they won't do that. They're hip to that. But they got their own agenda, they got their own program. You're gonna go sit down in that chair like a spectator. And you're going to watch a superstar preacher on stage, Stage is elevated. You're going to see rock musicians elevated on a stage, smoke lights, whatever. And you're going to sit there for uh, 45 minutes listening to this. They're going to pass an offering, offering plate around. You're going, to, you're going to put money in it. And you're going to fund the very cause that has taken Christians down over the centuries, which is called religion. Don't do it. Do, do not stay out of it. There are more demons going to church today than ever before. There are. Don't don't try to go. Let me tell you something, demon. Don't try to go to church here. Because our ushers, and we got many of them, they're going to cast your rear end out. You say, Dave, if you're talking to a demon, that means they're here in Jesus' name. Any demon that is here must leave in Jesus' name and not come back. You've gone to hell and you will not return. Demons don't want to hang out where they're being exposed not too long because it burns they burn they tremble But you got to start following Jesus Let's go to Luke 12 47 48 The servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready or does not do what the master wants, will be beaten many times. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment would be beaten with fewer blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And the one who has been entrusted with much, much will be asked. Folks, we've been entrusted with much. Much is demanded from us. Much is expected from us. Your assignment, your assignment is demanded of you. You now know, it's been put on notice. Not trying to, you know, it isn't about this strong arm thing. God's gonna beat you. That's not what this is all about. It's to let us wake up and realize we've been blessed with so much information and so much goodness that we're ex- we're expected. Well, look at me. Look at me, I'm, uh, I got a YouTube channel. And look at me, uh, you know, thousands of people watch. So what, David? What am I supposed to do with that? That's because God gave that to you. Now, are you going to use it or not? Shut up, David, and stop bragging about it and go do what God told you to do. Do your assignment. That's the problem with most Christians. We just want to keep yapping. Don't want to listen. God gave us one mouth, two ears for a reason. We need to listen and stop yapping. All right. I'm not saying you do that. I'm saying I do that. OK, you're perfect. And I'm the one that's chipped and broken. All right. What can I say? Uh, and you know, folks, this stuff's not politically correct, is it? But it's true. You know, when I went to to church as a boy, uh, I went to an old Baptist church many years ago. And uh, I guess you would call it hellfire and brimstone. Here I go crying again. I'm sorry. I have, uh, <coughs> I have a Kleenex, but. Uh, they'll preach your brother borders would preach hellfire and brimstone he'd get up there with his uh, with his uh uh, handkerchief and white you know his face and sweat be flying i remember sitting on the front row and he'd just be slinging sweat and snot and everything you know out of his nose and it'd be flying all over the place and i'd be dodging it you know but i was i was i was glued to the words he was saying because he was saying things that that touched my soul. He said things like, little boy down there, do you know that if you were to die? Now, I'm not sure this is quite true, but he touched my soul. He said, do you know if you were to die with that, without accepting Christ, you would not spend eternity with God in heaven? I was a little boy. I wanted to be in heaven. So I went to school, and to me, school was hell. And I didn't want to die and go to school for the rest of my life. But I wanted to go to heaven. Now, I'm not going to, I don't want to get into what about if you're a certain age. You know what, folks, that in the rapture and when's the tribulation is the biggest waste of time to talk about. Because nobody's going to win. You go around the circle. We have to work like the rapture is going to come the very last second and believe that it's coming the next second. Right? I don't know what age of accountability. God knows that. The person knows that. We we It's not in the textbook age of accountability. I just know that when I was a little boy sitting on that front row, listening to that preacher, Brother Borders, sling that sweat, wipe his brow, and preach hellfire and brimstone, I listened. And it was biblical. And there was an altar. And I went up as a little boy, and I got on my knees that altar, and I said, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I just am doing it because I, I want to be with you. If something happened to me, I don't want to not be with you. And Then I got baptized. I was only seven. Mother and father, my mother and father, they didn't think it was real. Brother Borders looked at him. I'll never forget. He said, I, I believe it's real. I saw his eyes. But you don't know when God's going to call you. Sometimes God calls you the very last second of your life. But right now, if you're listening to me and you are not a child of God, he's calling you right now. Don't wait until you're on your deathbed and and assume that you're going to be like that thief on the cross at the very last second. Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. Do not assume that. If you don't know the Lord right now, we're going to have an altar call. Right now is your chance to give, to give it to God. Right now is your chance if you're a backslider. And you haven't been living for God to get on your knees and give it to God. And we're going to have an altar call. And you don't need to wait for that altar call right now. Right now, if you're able to get on your knees, once you get on your knees, this is a song that a song I've done many times, but I'm hoping this morning it's going to have a different meaning, well, a special meaning, I have decided to follow Jesus. You see, folks, singing the song, I have decided to follow Jesus, you have to understand what you're really saying here. You're saying that you're willing to give up your life for God. You're willing to say that no matter how hard it is, no matter that you're walking alone, that you're going to keep going. Don't sing the song if you're not really willing to follow Jesus. no turning back. No turning back. Maybe the Lord spoken to you this morning to give your life to Jesus, to God. And the only way you can get to the Father is to go through the Son. You say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner and And I know and I believe that you sent your son to die for me on the cross. And right now, right here now, I make a public stand that I believe that. And I'm going to follow Jesus the rest of my life. Congratulations. Your name is written in the book of life. You say, David, I've i stumbled around with this addiction. I want it broken, David. I don't want to keep dealing with it. I've hid it from people long enough. I want to be free. Right now, God's calling you right where you are as tears come down your cheeks. David, I'm, I've lived in unforgiveness for so long. I want it broken. I want to forgive those that have harmed me. I have bitterness. I'm laying it at the feet of Jesus. And David, I've been taking these pills and I know I shouldn't take them. And I want to give them up. I'm laying at the feet of Jesus. this lust, this addiction. God is taking it and he's not giving it back to you. Though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me. Still I will follow Do not go with me Still I will follow O oh, turning back O oh, turning back So if you've got prayer requests, I'm gonna call in Helga see if she's there. We're going to pray for you. Perhaps God has been speaking to you and said, I want you to give your prayer request because the body of Christ needs to pray for you. Right now is the time to do that. Maybe you have a loved one that you've been praying for. Folks, they don't need to be here. We can pray for them. Miracles can happen. Their lives can be changed. Tell us who that loved one is. We want to pray for them. Prayer requests. Let me see if I can bring on Helva uh, here. Now, this is a new one for me. Invite guest. I may have to have my, uh, 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 I may have to uh, have, I'm not sure I can even invite guest, Dave. Uh, there we go. Invite guest. All right, there we go. Let's see. I'll be, okay. So I'm not sure I can do that, folks. But if Abraham's around, he wants to come in here and help me, certainly welcome, Abe. Um, we've, got, uh, <clears throat> we've got a bunch of prayer requests. I'm going to try one more time, Abe. Uh, come around the other side there. Uh, okay. uh, do you, do I? Right here. So we hit guest, and we're going to invite the guest. All right. So we hit invite guest. Um, and then uh, copy. copy. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, it's copy. All right. Yep, hit copy. Copy. You already did. Okay. Now? Now you have to go send it to her. Uh, how do I do that? You have to go X out. X, okay. All right. So I'm not quite sure how you, you do it. You have to send it. You have to text it to her. Um, to send it. I don't think you can go off. Uh, we need to stay on camera here, so there's no way to no way to text it. But anyway, um, I guess we won't be able to bring Helva on this morning. Sorry, Helva. Uh, but if you guys have uh, we'd have um, shelling in chat, uh, we need to uh, go ahead and just pray for each other. You guys can do that in chat. I'm sorry that I'm not tech savvy uh, in order uh, to do this but um, uh, I will try it one more time. Let's try one more time. All right so um, let's see here. We've got um, yeah send it David at David. Okay. So participants. Okay. Um, there we go. I uh, so invite the guest, and we have that. Um, okay. So, um, there we go. So I'm not quite sure, Abe, if you want to come back here and help me, I'm not quite sure how to get back in here again. There we go. All right. Well, anyway, folks, we gave her a try. Um, if you've got a prayer request, go ahead and send it to, David Hefner, uh, to uh, admin at davidhevner.tv, and um, we'll get this thing going next week. If you guys are interested, tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do David Hebner Live. If you could be with us and pray for us during the broadcast. We've been attacked. And we need your help. We need your prayer warriors to come out and continue praying. We've been on this show for five years. I haven't missed one show. And I'm telling you, we've been under attack from the devil. Because he does not want this information to come out but God's told me to start telling the truth no matter what the circumstances so if you'll pray for me 7 p.m. Monday night during this broadcast I'm gonna start talking about things that I haven't really talked about before and some of these places don't want you talking about certain things but um, it's gonna have to happen We're making Last Evangelist, and that, ta- that talks about things the church doesn't want to talk about. Most people don't want to talk about. Pray for us. Go to lastevangelist.com. If you haven't signed up to tv, I want you to sign up Davidhebner.tv. Become part of the family.
1: I want to welcome
0: new believers into the body of Christ.
1: If you've accepted
0: the Lord, I want you to put that in chat. Send an email at admin at tv. If you've given your life over, back over to the Lord. I want you to send an email. Let us know that. Put it in chat. Lord, I'm praying for each and every person here today that's been with us. First of all, Father, thank you for the new believers that have just entered the body of Christ, listening all over the world. Thank you, Lord, for bringing your prodigal people back. The prodigal sons, the prodigal daughters that were strayed. Thank you for bringing us back. Thank you, Lord, for putting an altar back in our church, our church, this church. Thank you for letting us get on our knees and to repent. And right now I'm praying for all those out there that are suffering from addiction to drugs. Demon of drug, you have no right to the children. You are gone to hell. You will not come back. Demon of lust, demon of anger, demon of rage demon of alcohol, demon of any addiction. That includes food, that includes any addiction. In Jesus' name, demon, you are gone. You have no right to God's people. You will not return. Pray for those out there that have been suffering from disease, from sickness. Father, I'm I'm thanking you for that healing. I'm commanding a healing in Jesus' name. I'm praying for those that are financially distraught. I'm asking, Lord, that you not only give them provision, but you show them how to handle money. I'm praying for families, Lord, out there that have been shattered and torn apart. I'm asking for a complete restoration right now of families coming together, miracles happening, that the fathers are willing to open up Bibles and read to their children praying for that single parent out there that's been crying, saying God, I need your help. I can't make it. That you give them comfort and meet their needs, Lord. No turning back. No turning back. The cross before me Turning back no, no turning back No turning back Alright, I love you guys, I appreciate you all I really don't want to leave <clears throat> I want to stay with you guys But it's... uh It's getting close to 12 here. sure wish I could have brought Helva on. And uh, uh, if any of you guys know how to do that in StreamYard, you can put it in chat. uh, And um, maybe we'll know how to do it. Also, if you would, and I know I say this every week, but it's a way to support the ministry. If you'll think about picking up this DVD, Eight Hours of Telling the Truth, this is... um, this is the End Times Investigation DVD. Uh, eight Hours, um, Miracles, Antichrist, One World Religion, Illuminati. I mean, folks, it's got all these speakers on it that are, you know, so gifted uh, that if you'll consider picking up a couple of these, maybe five or six of them, and give them out to people, okay? Just give them to people. You never know who's going to watch this and and, and, and get, get the information you need to get, okay? And then here's uh, the um, this is the uh, last evangelist DVD. If you haven't watched it on DavidHavener.tv, go there and watch it. Otherwise, you can pick it up on this DVD. And folks, get buy a, a bunch of them if you can afford it, and give them give it out to people so they can see this. Okay, it's it's a form of a ministry, and that's why we're doing it. And of course, we have the two books, um, End Times Investigation uh, true power, how to use your true power in these last days, um, and in times investigation, my life in Hollywood SRA mind control. um, please pick these up. If you would like to, you would support the ministry greatly. Okay. If you can't afford it and you say, David, I can't afford it. And you really can't, then I want to give it to you anyway, but they're very inexpensive. Uh, please go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order, call 844 806 0006, or you can uh, just text the word chosen to 91999. Um, again, uh, if you want to know more information about Last Evangelist, lastevangelist.com. And, uh, <clears throat> and we're just, you know, we're just moving forward. And I'm believing God is going to take us to a higher level in this ministry. I'm believing this time next year, that we're going to be on platforms and people that normally wouldn't hear this kind of information that you and I are hearing and that you're speaking and I'm speaking, they're going to hear it and people are going to turn back to God. And some of these people in these lukewarm apostate churches are going to get uh, uh, awakened and they're going to either convert that church or they're going to get the heck out of there. All right. So that's my belief. We're going to keep spreading this truth. All right. Spreading this truth. So, all right. Uh, let's see what we've got here before I go. Um, yes, somebody said, Angel said, We are the last evangelist. Yes, we are. Um, let's see. Uh, his lamb. Uh, we've got His lamb. Belinda. Everyone here, uh, have a blessed week. Thank you. Appreciate that. Lynn says, uh, All honor and praise and glory to Jesus Christ, King of Kings. Thank you. Um, Christina, uh, the next donation I get to help uh, me survive, I'll email you. Thank you so much, Christina. God bless you. Support the ministry. Um, You know what makes me mad? And sometimes I have to be honest with you, if you all don't mind if I vent for a little bit, um, I'm doing the best I can. Folks, this is new to me. I've always just made movies and, you know, I haven't done what I'm doing now. I've just been doing it for the past seven, six, seven years. But I'm seeing all these fat cats, you know, in these big corporations with millions of dollars. I'm seeing Netflix with $17 billion last year, they reported. A little over $17 And they're pumping porno into people's homes. And look at the money that they have. Look at the money these these big six flags over Jesus uh, places have. That are preaching uh, lies, and I and I struggle. I struggle with you and I being here, and and we want the truth to be out, and we're doing the best we can. And it seems like you know we're getting morsels each day. Now I know God has a plan. I I'm not God. I'm I'm not uh, uh, griping because I don't want to end up in the desert for forty years, lost. I, like like the uh, like the Israelites did coming out of Egypt. I know that. I, I get, Lord, that you're with us. I'm not complaining. But I'm trying to understand it. Maybe you guys can help me understand it. And I've had people say, David, it keeps you humble. You know what? I'm getting tired of being humble, folks. Uh, this humble stuff is, uh, you know, I'm just joking. But, yes, it does keep you humble. But, folks, we need, we need provision to blast this thing in to every dark area that exist throughout the world, not just the United States. We have, you guys are all across the, the world, okay? I'm not talking about just the United States, but like Hollywood, what happens in Hollywood goes across the rest of the world. God's called me into Hollywood to carry forth a monthly uh, prayer meeting at one of the studios. And that's what I'm praying about. Pray that for me that we're going to bring this light into the darkness. And folks, let me tell you something. When people out in Hollywood hear this message, they come to me and they say, David, I've never heard this before. Oh, I've I've listened to uh, preachers on on, uh, TV, but they don't talk like this. That's because they're not preaching the gospel. See, a lot of these people in Hollywood have never really heard the gospel or anywhere in the world. But because of your all's prayers and your encouragement and us coming together and God being here, we're able to speak the true gospel. What God once said today. This is what he wants to be said. And so pray about that. Pray about how God is going to bring provision for you and I to get the word out, to get it out, to make it happen. All right. And I'm telling you, I want to blast these apostate churches back into the garbage can. And I want the remnant who's there to come over and be with us. That's my prayer. When I say blast them in the garbage can, I don't mean physically. I'm talking spiritually. I want I want them exposed. The NAR, New Apostolic Reformation, exposed when people honor their religion. Exposed when they honor religion more than God. Exposed when they want to accept sexual perversion and accept uh, and turn a, a blind eye to uh, to our children who are being abused. I want exposed. We have to come against this. First folks, we got to talk about it. You have to first bring it up. All right. Love you guys. Let's see uh, anything in chat before I go. Um that's right. One stone of truth, says Peter, takes down giants. One stone of truth. All right. Now listen, we may not always be right but we can always be righteous. What does that mean? We may not always be right in the flesh, but in the spirit, we yearn for the truth of God. So you see, when you say things, you're gonna make mistakes. I make them all the time, okay? I make them all the time, but I'm willing to get up. Christina says, praise you, David. I've been searching for someone to help guide and teach me. I can not with these churches, you actually talk about Jesus. Thank you, Christina. God bless you. I appreciate it. that's That's encouragement. That's a testimony as to why I'm here. Folks, I could go back into Hollywood, make movies, do all that. But I'm not going to abandon you. I'm not going to abandon God. I'm not going to abandon myself. I'm going to stay the course. But we're going to take this message. Our little group here, you and I, David Habener TV, Last Evangelist, We're going to take this to the very top. We're going to take it to the top, to the head, where God is, where Christ is. All right? I don't measure things by money. God can give us a dollar and have it be more effective than the $17 that Netflix has. But here's what God said to me. He says, David, I will give you the provision. You've got to have the faith, though, to receive it. And I'm receiving it. And this is how I'm working on my faith. God's given me my assignment. I know what it is, but my faith has been so little that I want to take little morsels and handouts, and it's not going to happen. God's given you an assignment to do what you got to do. Perhaps it's to encourage. Perhaps it's to pray for. Perhaps it's to financially give. Perhaps it's to all of that. But we're together as a body. And when I say I'm doing it, I'm doing it for God, but I'm doing it for you. I'm not going to go someplace else and do it. You, you know where to find me. This is where I am every week. I mean, as long as I'm alive, as long as God gives me a mental facilities, and I'm not living on the street, and I have a, a, a phone that has a signal that I can come to you on these various platforms, I will do it. Okay? I will do it. But I'm telling you right now, we're going into Hollywood, and we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to blast. Listen. God doesn't need to take back Hollywood. We're going to take we're going to make our own Hollywood and take it in there and show people who God really is. And when I say Hollywood, it's not the the ground necessarily. It's we're not going to allow the media to lie. We're going to call everything out. We're we're taking God's media and bringing truth to the people, all right? Let's see if we have any more. Um let's see. Uh Blessings, everyone, says Shelly. You know, and I want to thank Shelly and Helva and all of our workers. Has just been so faithful working with us and praying, uh, Angel, and uh, uh, many of you. Many of you um, that I can't read on the screen because it's so small. Thank you, David, for being here. Thank you, uh, uh, Lakeland, uh, Peter. Um, thank you so much. God bless you guys. Uh, Betty, Thank you for being, and Betty, thank you, Betty, for being here. And I'm not sure if sunshine's on or not, but we've got so many people in the room, and unfortunately, I can't see everybody. Anyway, I'm just going on because I want to share this time with you. I love you all. I appreciate you guys. And if there's anything you want to say to me, put it in chat right now um, before I go. Um, If there's anything that uh, perhaps maybe Helva or um, Shelly, you could put all the prayer requests in chat. Or actually, you know what you could do is you could actually uh, email it to me uh, right now. And if you email it to me uh, at david at davidhebner.tv or davidbrent at icloud, uh, I will get it, and then that way I can uh, uh, go ahead and uh, pray for people. <laughs> uh, we got about five more minutes here, and uh, but if you want to do that, uh, anyone that has the prayer request. Uh, I'll wait for a few minutes, to see if we get it. So anyway, um, I want to know your assignment. If God has given you your assignment, um, then you need to put that in chat. You need to email it at admindavidhevner.tv, and we need to pray for you, okay? So this is important. Uh, folks, listen, we got to pray for each other. We're a family. We love each other. Um, and also, I want you to think of this as a real church because it is a real church. This is us being together, and this is a real. As if you would go to a brick and mortar, you know, uh, it's a real church. Next week um, or the week after, we're going to have uh, communion, so be pre- pre- uh, prepared to uh, take uh, communion. And uh, uh, and then, uh, okay, let me just see if I if I get anything from Helva. Okay, so I guess I'm not getting anything on email. I I thought I'd get some prayer requests here, but I guess not. Um, All right, guys. Listen, I love you. I appreciate you being here. Uh, We'll see you next week. Just remember, davidheavener.tv, lastevangelist.com. I love you guys. Remember, you never really lived till you found someone worth dying for, Jesus Christ. Love you.